A very good morning. I thought I'd go live this morning because uh, I normally don't go live in the mornings anymore. But I've got a bunch of other stuff I got to get done. And I wanted to just go over this very interesting uh, segment from yesterday. This is from the guys at Mind Pump. And I need to get my, I need to do, let's get all set up here. I kind of like got lost in thought. Uh, a couple things, some, you know, some, just some house cleaning stuff. There we go. You can always check out our, uh, our goods and services, shall we say. Uh, over in the comments section, I have the link to our uh, coaching package, three months, daily communication, weekly video conferences. We help change a person's lifestyle bit by bit. We are at a very serious stage in lifestyle uh, for people. That people. I mean, like it's time to right the ship. And I really do want to say, uh, by the way, I, I don't watch these guys a lot. But to... Put it out the you know this way. I don't watch a lot of YouTube to begin with, and of those that I do watch, it's normally not the people that like agree with me. Agree with me because like they already agree with me. I don't I don't need the like affirmation of like hey these guys also say the same things you do. No, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm happy to see that other people have come to the conclusions that I have. Also, I don't necessarily think that like people have followed my lead on all this stuff. Um, although I was one of the only people that was talking about it when, uh, for the last several fucking years, but they're talking about, uh, uh, they're talking about how big pharma pretty much hates you. And I really do think that it was a very good, uh, very good so far. I have not watched the entirety of it. Uh, and I thought it would be neat. I like, you know, lifestyle is everything is, is where I've watched up to in this. So there's a, still a good shit, 20 some minutes left. We're going to play this at 1.25 speed, unless they're talking too slow, and we'll speed it up. I just, like I said, I found this. I'm going to say hi to everybody, and then we're going to go over this. But I found this to be in a very interesting podcast, and they're about to do the sections I wanted is their predictions for what is to come. And it's basically we're talking about pharma and healthcare. I haven't listened to any of this yet. So their predictions I haven't listened to, nor have I listened to what has caused the dramatic rise in obesity. And I just thought I'd add commentary to the, what these gentlemen say. I know it sounds a little weird, but I, like I said, I don't watch much of their content because I think we have very similar thought processes. And I don't necessarily need to be like, you know, I get to say I told you so enough. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is I have a little bit of razor burn, so this is I, please don't mind that too much. So I don't. <laughs> like, that, men have it so easy. Like, I mean, my face is fucked up. My face is fucked up. I don't give a fuck. Um, Sharon, hi from Australia. How the fuck are you doing? Uh, Tasia, how are you? Cookies, Suvi, Fox, Fox, Janet, Sabrina, Fox, Fox again, Jet Batman, and Shy Franklinstein. What's going on with everybody? I got a cup of coffee. I haven't taken my morning supplements yet. I'm going to take a half of an ember. I got to take my other stuff too. So we'll get to it here together. I got to get my other bottle of Ember. I'll do it after we're done here. All right. Uh, and again, just like just for, I'm not sure what they're going to say. So I'm literally not sure if I'm going to agree or disagree. And I do want to say that I really appreciate these guys' content to a very, very, very great degree. Um, the What I've listened to so far, pretty much, 
reins in what I've been saying. I do think that, I, I mean, if the guys from Mind Pump watch this, I'd like to have a conversation with you guys about this stuff. This is actually like the main, like public, you know, public health and, you know, generalized population level uh, uh, health mitigation is really what I've been focusing a lot on lately. Um, lowering the level of fatness in our country, which will then lower the, uh, which will then lower chronic illness and societal healthcare burden, as well as death and pain and stuff like that. That's really what I've been focusing a lot on lately, making sure people are properly hydrated, get proper nutrition, uh, proper sleep, stress relief, stuff like that. Um, I mean, I, that to me, like us doing it in a healthy way is way better than pharmaceutical and like their, their whole, I mean, their whole premise by this video was that the pharmaceutical industry hates you. Uh, and they, I agree, but we're going to, we're going to listen to what they have to say. And again, for, just for everybody, this is, I am fucking, we're halfway through, we're right here. We're starting where lifestyle is everything with them. Okay. We're going to. And it's at 1.25 speed, so if it's, their voices sound a little funky, it's just because of that. Talking about like one thing that you do, this is your lifestyle. And if you need to become more aware, and you know, look, I, by the way, this is why it's so such a powerful argument what they're doing, because you guys know this, we all know this. If you're somebody who struggled with this, because lifestyle is a struggle, you know, lifestyle is everything. So I, I'm going to say that lifestyle, lifestyle is mainly a struggle because of what's put in front of us. Lifestyle is a struggle, like. I do believe it's a struggle for a lot of people to get good stress relief and good sleep just in how the current average lifestyle is, but food should like eat whole eating whole foods should, should not, it's not, that's really eating the majority, eating majority whole foods, like 80 to 90% whole foods that should easily be the norm. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, it shouldn't be so strange to see somebody eat, chicken and rice for lunch. It just shouldn't. I don't want to make light of how challenging this is. We're not just talking about like one thing that you do. This is your lifestyle. And if you grew up this way, and this is the way everyone is around you, changing that is really, really hard. It is. He just described why obesity is a societal contagion. I mean, I've been saying like, well, my obesity is not contagious. It actually is. It's, it's very societally contagious. I've heard people say, well, then why, why isn't being skinny contagious? Well, there is more discipline involved with being thin for the most part, for many, many, many people, for the vast majority of people. Clearly, there's more discipline involved with being thin than there is in being fat. I mean, this is not even, for us to have even have to have that kind of debate is stupid. Like people call it falling off of their diet to go back to eating like shit for a reason. It's because they're off of something. My premise by my coaching, by Mind and Crystal's coaching, is to make it so there is no on and off. It is just your lifestyle. You get to occasionally enjoy shit. It's just a matter of retraining your habits, right? But lazy habits are easy to fall into for a reason. I mean, like, because there's less effort involved, right? It's not easy. So there's a lot of people, most people, again, you guys know this, who struggle with this were like, I have tried 10 times. Yeah. I've lost weight, I've gained it back. I've tried this diet, I've tried that diet. I signed up for this workout. I did that kind of workout. And it's just, it's not working for me. So then somebody comes along and says, you know why? Because it's your genetics. Yep. It's not your fault. Mm -hmm. That's gonna feel so true. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna totally feel true. Yeah. Now, back right, and it also takes away the need or drive for people to like fucking work on themselves.
Like if you're just told you're the like, it is a resetting of the of the standard. Like the standard should be try to be as healthy as you can, no matter what. You know, it's not horrible for people to aspire to be as healthy as possible. It's a very positive thing. But when they're told it's their genetics, when you're just fat because your genetics, well, I'm fucked up because of my genetics. You might as well just be fucked, be fucked up. When in fact, and this is just, just so everybody grasps grasps this. If you're told you have some sort of genetic disorder, or you're told you have thyroid issues, uh, pre-diabetes, if you're told there's a problem, if you're told you are genetically, you know, predisposed for negative health outcomes, that's actually more of a reason to be meticulous about your lifestyle. Like. If you say, well, everybody in my family's fat as you're eating pizza, like it's more of a reason for you to be fucking more, more mindfully aware. If you do have the genetic short sticks, so to speak, and people, some people fucking just do. If you do genetically just accumulate fat easier, that's actually more of a reason for you to be more mindful, you know? Back to the psychological piece, again, the... I can work with, and I'd love your guys' opinion on this. I can work with anything with a client who's trying to lose weight, but there's one thing I cannot work with that it would be impossible for me. And it's the person who comes to me who refuses to be empowered, who says, yeah, there's no nothing self, I can do no self belief. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they can't. I agree. That's the, they're the hardest people to teach. Like, you know, people are like, yo, what, yo, what do you do to stay motivated? You, your daily habits shouldn't need motivation. It's just kind of like the idea of what we do is to make it so it's just what you do. Right. And don't get me wrong. Some people have been like, it's so mentally daunting for them. Like, I mean, when you're 300 pounds, when you're a 300 pound woman, you've got like two, two years of very, very hard work. And then a lifetime of, of maintenance to look after, you know, like when you're a hundred, when you're a 300 pound, when you're 130 pounds overweight, you're looking at a good fucking very seriously dedicated year and a half to lose the weight to get to a healthy weight and then maintain it. Like people just, we have let it go so fucking far. It's crazy. I love getting stuff like this. I bought nobody for my brother and he's down eight pounds in 30 days. Such a great product, Alan. Thank you. Much respect. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. So Nomo is helping me lower my fatness. Outstanding. Out fucking standing. Oops. Let me see here. Was told I was pre-diabetic at 340 at 184. It disappeared. I, that's awesome. Good for you, dude. Good for you. All right, so here we go. Can't do anything about it. First of all, they, don't, they wouldn't hire me because to hire a trainer means you already believe that you can. But the person who believes they can't do anything about it, there's nothing I can well, do. Right. When they say that, it's true. Yep. <laughs> like, where do you go with that? Yeah, when, they say, when, when somebody says I can't do something, it's absolutely true. Uh, not that they couldn't physically do it, but they, they, in their mind, they can't. It's absolutely true. 100%. Like that, that message that's already being received and they're telling themselves that, um, and they're not going to put any effort into it, then you're going to get the outcome that you're already predicted in your own mind. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. All right. So we don't want to do, because this is happening right now. And I think this is a push and we're going to see it happen for the next five years is I would like to predict now what's going to happen so that when it happens. Okay. So I'm predicting, I haven't watched this yet, but my, and you guys all know my predictions that they're going to very much, very seriously, hot and heavy push weight loss pharma. They're going to make it seem as if 
People are fat for no fault of their own whatsoever. They're not going to talk about food at all. If anything, they're going to keep pushing ultra-processed foods and ultra-processed carbohydrates. They're going to keep that shit up. They're going to push Wegovy, Ozempic, weight loss surgeries. They are going to push and push and push. It would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if they started like out and out just like pretty much, you know, stating that being fat is in fact bad for you, but they're going to make it, they're going to, they're going to frame it very much where it's not your fault. We have the cure. It's not your fault. We can do this for you. That's exactly, that's in my thing. People can go back and be like, okay, like they called it and this is not a coincidence. I see so many articles on Ozempic. It's everywhere. I told people, I, I literally said to everybody, it is going to be everywhere. They are going to push Ozempic, Wegovy, uh, Bongiorno, that other, the, the, several others, they're going to push them super hard. Here's my thing. Like, here's why it gets fucked up. Okay. Like, I want to be super honest with everybody. One, their advertisement helps us buy no morbidity, safe, effective alternative that is cost effective. Also, I mean, we're producing better results than them on you know, our four to six months. Our four to six months is their year and four months to like almost like 72 weeks it's we are producing incredible results with no morbidity like incredible i could not be more happy about it their advertisement for all these things will rule over and help us because people will look for a more natural healthy alternative they just they just will so it is good for us right but i do believe that to a great degree like these drugs i have gone over them a multitude of times that they have very high side effect profile. They're massively expensive. They should not be covered for by insurance, in my opinion, of course. They absolutely should not be. Because now we are literally putting people's bad habits on everybody else. You know? It's just not fucking good. It's just not. And Rainish, I'm down 90 pounds since September on no mobility. That's fucking amazing. That's amazing. That's fucking amazing right there. Outstanding. So fucking awesome. But if it will help people get healthy, I'm down for it. My worry is that people like are going to take the first part of it. Like it's not your fault. It, you've eaten yourself there. If you need help with this medication, great. But the first part is the real big problem. We can see this and maybe it'll help people become more aware. Yeah. Right. So first thing is that they're going to create and push the narrative that obesity is something you have no control over. That's happening right now. Yep. Um, next, part, will, next will come the studies to support it. Yeah. So part of that is uh, telling people it's not your fault and then they'll take data, they'll twist it. For example, if you have overweight parents, your odds of being obese are 50 to 80% higher. Yes. And that's true because the parents then give obesity is a societal contagion. Now, don't get me wrong. Like if they're, if you're fat and when you conceive a baby, like it can like the there's certain genetic markers that are like it will make it so the baby could possibly have a harder time maintaining a healthier weight. It's this these are these are factual. Genetics can account for that five to twenty pounds that you have a hard time keeping off for many people. I have never denied that. Nobody is obese because they're fucking genetics. Nobody. You're obese because you're not, you know, balancing out the actual activity. And energy intake for your specific body. Sounds like it could be a genetic thing if you don't 
figure that it's also lifestyle because you live with your parents, yep. they raise you, right? So they could take that data, twist it, and make it sound like, oh, parents are this way, then I should be this way. Just like if my parents are short, then I'll be short. No, that's not how this no, specific thing works. works. The other half of that, that narrative, is to demonize. So here's what they do with propaganda. They'll put out a false message and then they'll demonize the correct message. Yep. So part of the narrative. Such as fitness is, uh, fitness is white supremacist that exercise can give you strokes like eggs 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 now give you stroke i mean fucking ridiculous that they're going to push and this is happening now and you're going to see more of this yep. is uh gyms are bad places they're fat phobic mm -hmm. it's hating yourself if you're yep. trying to lose weight yep. uh fat phobia is a thing it's not body yep. acceptance um it's toxic masculinity it's all these negative things. So yep. they're gonna aggression. Yeah. Oh, you, you guys mean, can't hear. They're going to demonize. Roots, yeah. Yes. I'm just saying, they're going to yep, demonize yep. people or uh, ways of getting yourself healthy. Here we go. So they could take that data, twist it, and make it sound like, oh, if parents are this way, then I should be this way. Just like if my parents are short, then I'll be short. No, that's not how this specific thing works. The other half of that that narrative is to demonize. So here's what they mm -hmm. do with propaganda. They'll yep. put out a false message and then they'll demonize the correct message. Yep. So part of the narrative that they're going to push, and this is happening now, and you're going to yes, see more of this, is, is uh, gyms are bad places. Yep. They're fat phobic. Yep. It's hating yourself if you're trying to lose weight. Yep. Uh, fat phobia is a thing. It's not yep. body acceptance. Yep. Um, it's toxic masculinity. It's oh. all these negative things. So what they're gonna aggression, do, yeah, you name it. They're going to demonize. Supremacist, supremacist, roots, yeah, yes. Racist. They're going to demonize people or uh, ways of getting yourself healthy. Diets are restrictive. Diets are oppressive. <clears throat> exercise is terrible. Gyms are terrible places. So that's all going to be combined with this current push that uh, obesity is something that you have no control over. So that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. Part of that is gonna be using authority to make the case. Yep. So doctor, this doctor comes on. So you can see lots of doctors and lots of scientists who are gonna come out and say, um, well, yeah, here's the case. And by the way, I'm an expert because I'm an expert in genetics. Mm -hmm. Or I'm gonna look at my title. Yes, yeah. I'm an obesity doctor or look at my stethoscope. So the authority yeah. is gonna be used to make it seem like it's not propaganda, like this is, this is, this is real, this is the deal. And oh my God, no wonder it's so hard and no yep. wonder I've, I've never been able to really successfully solve this. The The next step, which hasn't happened yet, but it will be, is they're going to make just simple obesity, so just being obese or being overweight, a medical disease. Yes, in, so in we'll, fact. Because once they do that, once they make being simply obese a medical disease, once once then it's covered by insurance. Like then, then, our, then insurance rates fucking skyrocket. We pay $4.1 trillion a year to be sickly. Think about this. It's fucking crazy will no longer be that you're obese, which contributes to disease. It's going to be obesity is a disease. Yep. That'll be the next step. Once obesity is a disease and it's established medically as a disease, now that now opens Now the door. it's go time to make yes. as much drugs as we can to help that disease. That's right. Now yes, that it's a disease, insurance companies will cover new drugs. Pharmaceutical companies will see this new market. So anytime a new market opens, then the pharmaceutical company goes, oh my God, by the way, uh, what percentage of Americans are overweight? Like, what is it, 60%? Obese, I think it's 40%. So a majority of America is mm -hmm. now your market. Mm -hmm. And Another, this is a growing market, by the way. Again, it's, massively old numbers. I would imagine we're over 50% obesity and 80% overweight. I, 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 would, I would guess at that, you know? And I, I pay a little bit closer attention to the stats than these guys. It's not a market that's like stagnant. More and more people are becoming obese every single year and yep. kids are becoming obese. So this is, no, this is a, a, a market that is not limited to old people like Alzheimer's or... You know, it's or it's just everybody. women like ovarian cancer. This is a market that's everybody, men, women, and children, and, and old, young, whatever, huge, huge market that's gonna open up. And then what that does is because that market will be open, pharmaceutical industry then will take investment dollars and they now feel confident spending money yep. on this particular thing. Whereas before, to get a prescription for obesity by itself, kind of hard, 
once it becomes an official disease, you go to the doctor. They'll be writing them out to everybody. Like, like that's the thing. These companies are trying to find ways to get these drugs paid for by tax dollars and by shared healthcare expenditure. Up until right now, weight loss drugs, for the most part, have all been have all been out of pocket, or you have to have supplemental insurance or anything like that. They're going to try to get this paid for under insurance. These drugs after copay are like these at the after copay amount that's billed to insurance companies is like a thousand dollars plus a month per fucking prescription. We've got half the population is fat. They're going to try to get fucking tens of millions, if not a hundred million fucking prescriptions to this, like get there. Like it's a fucking cash grab, you know, it's so fucking crazy for it's I I'm so like amazed at how people don't see this. Doctor, they weigh you. It'll be this. It'll be this simple. They'll weigh you. Your BMI is this. Oh, here's your, here's your yep. prescription. Here's your prescription. Can you look Grab up, Doug, out. what category of pharmaceuticals is the most profitable or makes the most you know annual revenue? Because here's the next prediction I'll give you is that I think it's going to pass everything. everything. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think that it'll be. Obesity drugs will pass every fucking thing. Obesity drugs will literally pass everything. I mean, it, it will be. Oh, give me one second. Sorry about that, folks. Give me one more second. Look up a statistic here. Okay. be the biggest yes. market we have yet to see in pharmacy. Yes, you talk absolutely. about cancer being probably a, mm -hmm. a, a massive one, I would imagine. I, I bet you money that this one will grow to be as big or bigger than something as oh prevalent God. as cancer. It will be, It'll. the, the only thing, that the, the pharmaceutical market that is the biggest right now is either, uh, is either cardiovascular disease medications or diabetes medications because it's their comeback, you know? But this will blow it away. This will absolutely blow it away. Yes. because of how many how many people are going to attach this to and and it opens a door for basically anything that improves any sort of cognitive function anything that helps speed up your metabolism anything that suppresses your appetite anything yes. that anything that can can yeah. show in a study sleep, that it improves yeah. any of those things can now be prescribed as a a mm -hmm. drug to help this disease yes. and it's boy is it gonna it's it's gonna be so much money like i've the, I was talking about this a year ago. They are going to set this up to pay for these drugs via insurance or via uh, tax dollars. It is going to be a massive, and I do mean massive amount of money. It'll, it, it is going to be so fucking enormous. It is just unforeseeably big. Like people do not in any way understand how, 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 I mean, we're talking about adding a fucking trillion dollars uh, to expenditures. You know, like, I mean, it is that big when you think about how, I mean, look, oop.
I'm trying to do the math here for us. So if we can, if they get, Fifty million. Yeah, I mean it's fucking. It's gonna be a trillion dollars. <laughs> like, I mean, they'll that they will find a find a way to fucking book a trillion more dollars about this shit, and they're gonna say it's gonna save money, but people don't lose that much weight on it. I mean, yes, they they do, but also they gain weight back. Like this is not a fix. This is a cash grab. This is a temporary cash grab gonna be wild dude what would be interesting to see is how fast this happens mm-hmm. it's gonna I mean, be is so it gonna fast. be i mean we, we see the it's gonna be so fast people like i've been it's not been that fast it's like it's been building up but it is going to happen like exponentially right now they've got it they they, they know they've got you i have been saying it for a while they are going to be talking about pharmaceutical weight loss drugs and surgeries that's the next thing news and the information coming out right now is it within a year i wouldn't be surprised if it was within a year this year yeah. huh? i think it's gonna i think it's gonna happen give me the, give me like the next year like, leading here yeah so year. the i don't know how to even pronounce it is <laughs> these names for these pharmaceuticals are great zarolto well what are they for that's what okay I'm cor- coronary artery disease okay yep. uh another one is for cancer okay uh, the top two yeah so heart disease cancer top yeah. two yep. uh ophthalmolic treatment which is for eyes i guess um yeah, so I mean, there's a number of them. Are, Look, right, it, brought in billions and billions. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now: the list is endless because there isn't a single health issue mm-hmm. that obesity doesn't make worse. Right. right, and that's why I think this thing is gonna be massive. And there's exactly. not, there's so many things uh, naturally and pharmaceutically that you can take that can improve cognition or in mm-hmm. in, in appetite suppressing type things or speed up metabolism. There's so many things that you can attach to that. So it just and makes this, the side effects that you can now have drugs to uh, caddy. You know, you just, just br- an endless amount. You just brought up a, a phenomenal point, Adam, that I didn't even consider is current drugs that are out there that could be now used off label, which often happens right. to work with obesity because one of the side effects is weight loss. Or one of the side effects is appetite oh, wow. depression. Oh, wow. yes. what, a great, what a great observation, 100%. So you've now not just opened up a market for new potential pharmaceutical drugs. You can rebrand other drugs. You've opened up markets for your current drugs for just being overweight. Holy cow. I mean, look, from, from a business standpoint, this is brilliant because... Oh, if I'm a pharmaceutical business, I'm getting excited right now. Oh, my God. You've just you've just quadrupled your revenue. I mean, like you overnight. As soon as, and, 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 you know, when a doctor says, oh, this is the official diagnosis now, this is what we got to say, they're going to look at their patient list. Think about this. They're going to look at their patient list. They're going to look at their patient list. They're going to see how many people it is applicable to. to, And then they're going to prescribe because they make more money from it. How many doctor visits and hospital visits do fit and healthy people have on an annual basis versus people who are obese? Mm -hmm. So if you're a doctor, besides physicals and stuff like that, the patients that you see the most, probably a greater percentage of them than the normal population are obese. So now you're a doctor. You see these people on a regular basis because they're coming in because they're... Well, lifestyle-driven chronic illness... Eating too much, drinking too much, smoking too much is 80% of our healthcare burden. Like it, it's a good, like it itself is 75% of the resource and uh, of the resource and financial usage of our healthcare system. They're not that healthy. And now you're like, oh, yeah, well, they're also overweight. Boom. Yep. Let's slap that on. Oh, and that. This getting them to lose weight will also help. Can you way easier conversation than telling them about diet and nutrition? Yep. Can you guys also imagine? That is another. That's a huge thing about this. Doctors can now say, this isn't your fault. Take this instead. Now they're the hero instead of the person that has to tell uh, their patients that they need to do better. Like, that's the fucking problem. This sets it up for the very easy route of take this instead. It's not your fault. Like, it is your fault. 
you ate yourself big. It's harder for some people. This is true. However, you watch this happen to yourself over, of course, a long period of time. You have eaten every little thing that has added to this. You've done this. It's hard to accept for a lot of people, but this is just reality. And this takes that away, right? This takes the, uh, the, and that's right, no accountability. This takes the accountability away. This makes it so the doctor is not the person that's trying to fat shame you for, you know, having you step on a scale. Now the doctor and the pharmaceutical industry gets to play the fucking hero. Instead of you being your own hero, instead of you fucking, you know, doing something about it yourself, which by the way, I can help you with coaching. I'm sharing the link right now. Instead of you doing those things, <clears throat> now it's not your fault. Like now, like literally now it's not your fault at all. Now it is just a matter of it was genetics and I wish it was different, but blah, blah, blah. Like now it's not your fault. Now it's, it's this, this is what makes it easier and more palatable for people. This is why it's going to be such an easier sell too. That's nutrition how powerful these ads are. This is what's fucking said. I'm just going to point this out. I could eat, we could easily be riding this wave. Obesity is not your fault. You are just hungry genetically. Take no morbidity to diminish that genetic hunger. We can help it help out. You know, I mean, like we could easily do like, it is still you. You still need to learn these habits. You still need to hydrate properly. You still need to, like, not one of these people is talking about hydration. I'm not talking about the mind pump guys, but not one of those people that are selling those Epic are talking about proper hydration. For the most part, one of the things I've seen is that if somebody hydrates properly, they ought to, they, it becomes much, much, much harder to lose, to gain even more weight. If you drink an ounce of fluid per pound of your body mass every single day, the bigger you get, if you stick to that one rule, the bigger you get, the more volume you're having, the less likely it is you'll, you'll get even bigger and bigger. Like that's the fun, you know, like with the, like change your entire lifestyle. No morbidity, Ozempic, Wegovy, all these things that stop or that diminish your hunger dramatically need to be used as tools in order to gain a better lifestyle. So you need the tool less or not at all. Like, I mean, that's the, that's what it should be. In comparison. As, so right now when you see like a, you know, a Cialis commercial, the guy sitting in a bathtub with a smile, <laughs> right? And like they, they, they're trying to paint this picture for you. You have to imagine what he's feeling or whatever. Like you don't get to see the physiological change as the person watching this commercial. Yeah. Yeah. When it is connected to obesity and fat loss before and after, we know how popular, how powerful before and after pictures oh are god. in our industry. Oh, yeah. You are literally going to be like, oh my god, that's me. Like I struggle with those things. And then all of a sudden, boom, after and see the after picture. So pro. Dude, yeah. it's the the Whatever the ability to sell that in comparison oh my God, to any crazy. other pharmaceutical I can think of. Mm -hmm. I just I don't know if there's anything that is as power that will be as powerful. It's gonna be crazy. I totally can see. So like Planet Fitness did a fantastic job with how they like demonized sort of like the bro aggression part of the gym, mm -hmm. right? And like uh, I just see that as being an angle for them to like create this like you know crazy like aggressive toxic environment. You know, uh, I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm finally gonna get my things together, and then be like ah, uh, you know that's that's too much. And then they go home, take a pill, and then or it'll be fine. or it'll just be like you know it'll show someone I tried exercise. I tried diet and nothing worked. Yeah, yeah. And then I tried, you yeah. know, whatever drug yeah. and I lost 20 pounds. And then you're going to see their picture. Yeah. Be... And I'm enjoying and I can eat like I, I don't have to change my diet. And yeah. by the way, they are there are drugs out there that are showing some weight loss effects. There's new drugs on the on the horizon that are showing some of these. But as we've talked about in in other episodes, they're not going to give you nope. nearly the breadth of uh you know benefits as changing your lifestyle, both psychological and physical. And I'm, I'm not against, by the way, medications that help certain people. But Same. we know what's going to happen here if this becomes mainstream. Yeah. 
it's not going to make people healthier. No, it's not. No, it's, it, we're going to get worse. Yeah. Things are going to get uh, much worse. Well, my view might be a bit different if it was just in the clinical setting, treating like a morbidly obese. Yeah. Well, that's the, you can do that now. Yeah. Right? So, I, I mean, that's to me, it's life changing, life saving at that point versus this is being marketed to everybody, kids, you know. Well, like, look, everybody. I'll, I'll give you guys some of the most popular drugs. I'll give you, I'll say to you, you know, hey, Adam, go out, walk around the street, find 10 people that you could sell this antidepressant to. Or I said, hey, Adam, go walk around, find 10 people who you'll sell this weight yeah, loss yeah, drug to. Yeah, yeah, Easy. Whoa. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. One after another. would be no problem. I mean, that's yep. why I think it's going to be the, the biggest market we've ever seen. I mean. Yeah. It is going to be the biggest market we've ever seen. Weight loss weight loss pharmaceuticals are going to be the biggest market we've ever seen. Um, bar none. Like, I mean, uh, I. <laughs> they have set it up perfect. The audience is primed. They're fat as fuck. They feel uncomfortable as fuck. It is at the top of everybody's conversation. People, they're priming them to say, it's not your fault. It's just genetic. Like, it has nothing to do with the food you put in your mouth. Just take this drug to make you eat less food that you put in your mouth. It's so stupid. It's fucking crazy. And look at how look how much money is in the supplement oh, industry. Yeah. For weight loss. Yeah, I know. And it's and it not work. And it's not FDA <laughs> regulated. It doesn't yeah. work. But yet, look how much money is made in that. What do you think is going to happen when the, the most powerful companies with the most money yep. backing them and the mm -hmm. government as their friend yep. is going to just imagine what they're going to do, dude? It's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. Dad to says me. it's good for you. It's uh, funny to me, too, because, um, I mean, you know, they could change, for example, the design of cities so people are encouraged to walk more. They could change advertising when it comes to advertising food to children. They could change education. Um, all those things would, would, would be lifestyle based, but again, they require you know more choice and more empowerment and it doesn't make a lot of money. It just doesn't make a lot of money. We should talk about what's caused the dramatic rise uh, in obesity. And really, it, it, and it's much more complex than what I'm about to say, but there's two factors here. One, we eat too much, duh, yeah. right? We just eat too much. But then people ask, well, what do you mean? Like we've always eaten. How come all of a sudden we eat too much? Is it because we have so much more food? No, not necessarily. You know, that, I'll go back to the statement that that doctor made on 60 Minutes where she said it's our brain and our brain is telling us how much we need to eat uh, in order to keep ourselves alive. And if our brains are off, she says, right, essentially is what she's implying. If your brain signals are off, then you'll be eating uh, way more food than you need. Okay. The food industry has figured out how to do this. Yeah. We've, been, ultra saying, we've, been, we've been saying this forever. Yeah. Ultra processed foods are designed and engineered to get your brain to tell you that you're not full when yep. you should be full, to get your brain to make you want to eat more. Now, this isn't just me saying this, by the way. You guys, these guys watch my content, I think. The studies, and these are the, by the way, these are some of the best studies done on nutrition. One of the challenges with nutrition studies is they're either observational, which is tough because people come back and yeah. report, which is always inaccurate, yeah. or they're done in settings that are just not realistic or small sample sizes. So it's really hard to kind of parse things out. But the studies on ultra processed foods are amazing. They'll take groups of people. It's my favorite studies. They'll take groups of people, put them in rooms, group A, group B, you're in a room monitored. Macros are accounted for. Proteins, fats, and carbs, percentage foods. Okay. Very yep. similar. This group over here, ultra processed foods. This group yep. over here, whole natural foods. And then they'll say, just eat as much as you want. And they'll watch them. And then they'll take the groups and have them switch rooms. So just in case they had a group over here that tends to overeat and over here that tends to undereat, they had them switch. Mm -hmm. On average, people consume 600 more calories a day with ultra processed foods. Yep. So these foods are making your brain tell you to overeat. Do you think that processed foods could have influence our genetics like nothing we've ever seen before? Because one of the arguments against the this obesity gene argument is 
uh, as humans, we don't evolve that fast. We didn't go, mm-hmm. we, we can't, it's like, uh, you know, just because all of a sudden all of us pick up swimming and stuff like that, we grow fins within 20 years. <laughs> you know? Like it, that wouldn't happen. No, right? It takes we, a long time. Like a very long time. I've seen Waterworld. Right. For that, for something like that to happen. So this idea that, you know, just a hundred years ago, nobody was really obese or a very, very small percentage to all. It's an interesting concept to think that have ultra processed foods altered, um, alter our genetics. And I just don't see it's there. I mean, the, that, that type of catalyst, I mean, I'm not saying it's not, not possible. And to some degree, maybe, but I mean, it is a matter of how people are like, it's a socialization thing. Like obesity is a societal contagion. I'm not saying that it's the genetics haven't changed a little bit. I'm not even saying that in the last couple of generations, we haven't started breeding weaker people like, because you don't need like it. Nature is the strongest survive because the strongest breed more. We live in a society where weakness is fucking valued and have for decades now. So we do have some just weaker people in our, that are propagating in the fucking gene pool, frankly. But the, I mean, the, it's not going to change your genetics that quickly, you know? All these people is this, is genetics are to blame is like, okay, well, you don't understand evolution very well because it takes a very long yeah. time for something to be yeah. that, that much of a dramatic shift in like our metabolisms or how our body operates. But- we also have never lived in a time with us, you know, consuming so much of these processed foods. This is a good question by somebody. Do you think the fattening of America was a long-term goal of these RX companies? Uh, they are long-term thinkers. I don't, th- I mean, I, I do think that there's very little effort in having people be healthy. Uh, I do believe that we live in a, a kind of a era where they want to kind of have you be, it's managed sickness. I said it yesterday, I'll keep saying it. We pay $4.1 trillion in America to be sick as fuck. It's, it's insane. 4.1, uh, 4.1, you know, in America to fucking be sickly as fuck. They don't want you healthy. They want you consuming. I don't know if the goal was to fatten people. I do. I can tell you that it was a very serious effort to like push the foods that make you fat and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't think that the goal is to fatten people necessarily, but the goal is to keep people sickly as much as possible. I'll agree with that. But yeah, I mean, yes and no. Foods and the chemicals that we're going, which I know people get triggered by using words like chemicals because everything is technically a chemical. But I mean, there's a lot of things that we've now attached to negative outcomes from intaking so much of these certain chemicals. At the very least, these chemicals are put in there to make you overeat. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and so we agree on that. I don't think anybody doesn't believe that processed foods somewhat hijack your body's ability to do that and make you want to overeat. Anybody who's ate junk food knows what that feels like. So is it possible for a generation of somebody who grew up on processed foods and that's all you ate your whole life and then you have a child that that those foods actually could have potentially influenced their genetics? Uh, Epigenetics. No, that's not just a chance. I mean, that's 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 what's happened. I mean, that is that is true to a certain degree. Like if people, pe- the fatter people are when they actually give birth or they conceive, there's been it's been shown that there's certain different different genetic markers that are activated and it causes uh, people to be um, people to be like to have a harder time with their, their biology. I will state again that nobody genetically is doomed to obesity. It just makes it harder for you for a lot of people. I mean, I will of course it makes it harder, but let's be real, it's still your your choice. So when you eat these foods, your brain rewires itself and the reward systems change and you find that you crave them more and more. Um, Not unlike a drug, like you take a drug, you get your dopamine hit, you build up a tolerance, you need more of that drug, you have a stronger craving for it. 
So, and they've done studies on this where people will eat certain foods and then want more of them, even though they feel worse. And then because they feel worse, they want more of them. So yes, it changes how you crave things. Look, if you eat candy all the time, go eat some fruit. It's bland. A strawberry, a grape, a banana tastes bland if all you do is eat candy. Now avoid candy for six months, then go eat a piece of fruit. And all of a sudden it's bursting with flavor. Anybody, you compete in bodybuilding. You've talked about this all the time. So yes, definitely. However, I will say this with hard evolution, not epigenetics, but where you're like hard genetics really change. The opposite would happen. We wouldn't yeah. evolve to become obese in- you, you, you evolve to become stronger. In 100 years. If we go down this path 10,000 years from now and we allow evolution to, ha- to take over, meaning we don't fix ourselves through you know advances in technology and stuff, we just let people die who are obese and get heart disease. What'll end up happening is we'll actually evolve to get more to resi- fast metabolism yeah, more resilient, and right? become resilient. Yeah. So it's not, it's not what they say. Like we didn't evolve- I mean, the thing is right now, if the, pharmaceutical, the flow of pharmaceuticals to America was just shut the fuck off, a huge, like 30 to 40% of our population would be dead in like fucking couple, in a couple fucking months. Like, again, this is like something that people don't want to admit, don't want to talk about. These guys aren't even touching on it, but the pharmaceutical industry is in such control of people right now that if the flow of pharmaceuticals to America was just shut the fuck off, 30% of the population would likely die. I'm, and I want everybody listening to sit back and think about that because that is the fucking truth. We are a sickly as fuck nation. The only, like we have not evolved as people. The thing that has evolved is the, uh, you know, treatment of illness because it, it's not prevention, prevention of illness. We've known how to do for a long fucking time. Imagine if we had the medical technology we did now and still ate like we did 80 years ago. I mean, the fucking, the the average age of life expectancy in America would be in well into the 80s. If we took care of ourselves, stayed active, didn't fatten ourselves, didn't allow ourselves to become fat, didn't fatten our fucking children. I mean, we, our, our actual average age of life expectancy in America is going down. While we pay $4.1 trillion a fucking year in healthcare. They our our healthcare our, our healthcare officials have failed. Absolutely, the pharmaceutical industry has failed. It is fucking. It is not a debate. It is visually visually observable. And if natural selection were allowed to happen, if we, like I said, just shut off the fucking flow of pharmaceuticals, do people realize how many people would be dead? That's what we need to fucking be. People, people need to be paying the fuck attention. All to become unhealthy. That's yeah. not how it works. We would be evolved. How much do resilient. they attribute to like in terms of like your gut flora and how that gets affected in terms of your cravings and then, you know, how that influences because Imagine. it has an impact on, you know, the way that that access to the brain. Well, your, your, your gut flora changes with the food that you eat. So mm-hmm. if you change your diet, forget ultra processed foods and junk food. You just go from low carb to high carb or carnivore to vegan or whatever, your gut flora changes right away. But then we have things like antibiotics um, and, and chemicals present in our environment that tend to change our gut flora. That's an evolving science. I was gonna say the problem right. with the gut, the gut science is it's just too, it's still too yes. broad yeah. and vague. It, everything changes it. Yeah, because they don't, they don't want to understand it. It's, e- it's easier for that. Like, are we, like, so we can't figure this shit the fuck out. Like, and, and it, no offense to these guys, but we're, we're well into this. I don't want to go, like, please go watch their video. I'm going to start taking uh, questions. Please go watch their video. Very interesting. Like I said, I don't really watch. Uh, hang on a second. 
Yeah. You know, sorry, I had to take care of a client thing. So my thing about this is I wanted to answer some questions, get to the comment section. And I, I, like I said, I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I don't really watch those guys' content. I'm happy to see that they've basically recited my, like, in one video, they basically recited my content for the last, like, year and a half, two years. More people, more and more people are. And uh, on behalf of myself, my wife, Mark, and other people that have, you know, been saying this shit for the last three years, we're very happy you've joined the fray. But I predicted this. that they were going to fatten the country and then fucking go to this shit three years ago. Uh, I really, really wish that not just these guys and I appreciate them greatly, but I really wish that a lot of people, a lot more people would get there faster. Um, like I, we're fat and sickly because of how we eat. And that changed, you know, in the seventies, early eighties. Uh, people just started eating a lot more processed carbohydrates. And uh, frankly, that's where we're at. You know, like, if, if, I mean, people need to grasp that. It's, this is a lifestyle thing that we need to fucking adjust. See, the only health uh, the only health insurance we have is paid for by my husband's work. We rarely utilize it. And you, like, you help subsidize other people's, that's for sure. So, Food companies try to find the bliss point. So people can crave their food. That's they. It's drug dealing. It really is. I mean, people don't understand. Like it's that's a very good analogy to it. It's totally the food though, and lack of exercise. I no longer need my inhaler and my asthma because I changed my food and exercise habits. That's outstanding. Great job, Maddie. Um, great job. Great job. The technology is one of the reasons we eat so much processed foods. Absolutely, it's one of the reasons why that they're able to make food so highly palatable that we have a hard time, you know hard time staying away from it, but to a great degree, the uh, amount of processed foods just like they interact with your body in a way that they just make you want more and more and more and more and more of it. So convenience is a cause. The main change I made was the food. Uh, I do walk more. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, me, me too. So happy I'm not on any farm. And you're doing amazing, man. 90 pounds down on no morbidity, 90 fucking pounds down. It's out goddamn standing. I'm only on anxiety meds, but I've noticed uh, since changing my eating habits three months ago, my anxiety has uh, dropped significantly. It will, too. If you stay away from processed foods, your anxiety dr drops down tremendously. Uh, they don't want to figure it out. Not the they don't. That's They don't. They don't want to figure this shit out. Like, just so everybody gets, like, if they figure this shit out, they can't sell weight loss pharma. <laughs> like, I mean, people have to fucking, people should know this. Alan, have you ever thought about opening up online group classes for lifting? Uh, we do have a tier of coaching that I will run you through workouts for lifting, uh, twice a week, uh, and sessions like via zoom, but most, most, and I do occasionally, like, and I'm probably going to do this here in, in you know, a couple weeks, once a week, I'm probably going to go live for the hunger management support group on one of my, just go live through one of my suspension system workouts just so they can, you know, they can be there and join it if they want to, but not really. No, I mean. And, and my wife teaches nine classes a week already, online classes. When you join our app, there is nine live classes a week. Um, and if you have any questions about this, we could, you could also just get a consultation. I'm going to share these links real quick. There's the links to the consultations and stuff like that. Here's the link just to join the app. You can join the classes with it. So.
You are 100% saving the world with the work you're doing. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Working, uh, working lifestyles of broken families, uh, being able to make homemade food, conveniences every day now, not once in a while. That's the, a huge portion of the problem. It is. Um, I'm only eating highly processed foods on the weekends and typically after cardio from now on, so I don't have to track calories without worrying about overeating. Good for you. Good for you. Still keep an eye on it, though. Still keep an eye on it because the, the, the portion size can blow up. Wow, that's a lot. Um, I really need to cut uh, cut out diet soda. I have noticed uh, it makes me feel hungrier. Of course it does. It tastes sweet. Yeah. Uh, I see to be addicted to the sensory aspect of the drink. Uh, really need to get a hold of it. Well, Laws, we do help people get off of soda. That's one of the things we do. We, I mean, we help people with their habits, and that is a very habitual thing. I do suggest you, uh, you can get a consultation. Uh, we can help you out with Laws, or you can just get the coaching. This is the best price we're going to be offering right here. Boom. And uh, let's see. After taking no more bitter and ember every day for a month, I literally have no hunger. Yesterday I had fast food for the first time since I started and immediately made me hungry, me hungrier and want more. It is the food. It, it really is. <clears throat> I made it a point uh, to always set aside time to make meals so I don't have an excuse to do so. That's another thing too. It's a lifestyle thing. That's why you know I talk about like make time to set you know set your drinker. Like I have two bottles in the fridge. I finished one already of just water for myself. Make sure to set yourself up for success for these things. It's one of the things we go over all the time. Um, I did see somebody chime in and say that April Lauren has a new video. I will likely do a video on it tomorrow, if not the next day or something like that. <clears throat> Fucking marathon training. Jesus Christ. It, it takes me at least a few minutes to find the vegetables in my local... Uh, yeah. Uh, what's your book called? You mentioned I, I have I have two books. I have Fuck Being Fat, and I also have Beyond Willpower. Give me a second. I will grab you the link to Beyond Willpower. Oh, hang on a second. Here's what I do. Here's both the books. Each book. By the way, we'll give you access to our app for a month. So either book. So you buy the book, you get you get our app for a month, live pre-recorded classes, Crystal's teaching live classes. Um, so there, there you go. There, there is the link to both of our books. Had two friends the other, the other day ask me for uh, takeout recommendations. I showed them what I was cooking instead. High protein, home cooked meals only, please. That's awesome. Awesome. Top left corner. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We need a documentary. For what? Like me to document what? Like my, my life? No. No, my life is for me. My life is for me and my wife. Uh. I hope April loses another 50 to 60 pounds and then runs a marathon. I couldn't fathom running when I was 260. I don't understand. Like, I'll, I'll watch the video tomorrow probably or tonight, but I don't understand. That's stupid as fuck. It is. It's just dumb. I mean, document my journey on getting buff. I've been pretty fucking buff before, so no. 
It's fucking stupid. I'm just some fucking dude. Like, why would people like I'm thank you if you're, if you're not trolling, thank you. But why the documentary about me is why I'm just some fucking dude. Literally, you know, uh, you've noticed your flexibility return. It's amazing. That's outstanding. Good job. But there's a, there's actually a, there is a documentary about uh, with us and uh, about us with, with the fat acceptance stuff, the dark side of fat acceptance. You can go watch it on. I believe it's on YouTube or Tubi for free and stuff like that. But a documentary about me getting buff. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I don't even, there's, my physical health is irrelevant to my knowledge and my, in, in my, in my context. Anyway, what is she even trying to prove that fat people can run, uh, albeit a bit slower? She's trying to show that she tries really, really, really hard. I think, I think that that's the fucking, I think that that's the, the grift is what I should say. Currently cooking eggs with my five-year-old. Good. Show them early. Show them early. Great job. A smart dude that knows uh, not to be a, a beach. Uh, a smart dude that knows how not to be a beached whale. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Last questions. Get them out because uh, I do have some stuff I got to get going. I've got client consultations coming up here before too long. And I just wanted to make sure that I, you know, we stopped in, said hello. How are you doing? Um Seeing other people's journeys gives me a lot of drive. You should find drive in yourself. If you need other outside motivation besides being healthy, I would suggest you work on that. But you don't need to see me work now. So, I mean, I, I, I'll be at Tiger Fitness Gym on May 2nd, or March, excuse me, March 2nd with Mark and I believe Chris Jones and Maj Torre and a few other people. So you can come check that out. But I don't, filming me, like I'm not, I'm not some fucking hero, you know? Do you have any any more recommendations on documentaries that uh, I have watched? All the ones you've received, Crystal. I will be talking talking about the, getting one up for next week, I believe. Which of your two books do you recommend reading first? Fuck being fat, solve your weight problems, run through Ralph Math and Willpower. I suggest that one first, and then the second one, which is uh, Beyond Willpower, second. You've been enjoying watching. Thank you. Finally caught up. Good, good, good. Advice for students in public health going into healthcare to work against the government. <laughs> I mean, my advice is that you should realize you're not going to be able to work against the government. The government is public health care. And they are, they're, they're in bed with big pharma. Beyond a shadow of it, like, I can say this and people can call me a conspiracy theorist, but it, I mean, we've seen that they pushed for pharma in the last three years, not one public health official has talked about losing weight because they were going to make it seem like it was a, something for pharma to cure. Like three years ago should have been the largest call to health ever, like ever, ever. Three years ago, every healthcare official sh should have said, make sure you get plenty of vitamin D, make sure you get plenty of exercise, make sure you get plenty of hydration, try to stay as stress-free as possible and get as good sleep as possible. Three years ago, if public health wanted to do their motherfucking job, three years ago, there would have been a massive broadcast for everybody to stay away from ultra-processed foods. There would be a massive broadcast for people to all get together and go walking at least 30 minutes a day outside in the sun trying to get some vitamin D on themselves. If public health gave a fuck about you, if the government gave a fuck about you three years ago, there would have been a massive focus on making sure people did not gain weight, in fact, lost weight, to lower the burden on our healthcare system. Three years ago, we were told we needed to lock the country down because our healthcare system 
was not going to be able to take the massive amount of sick people knowing that predominantly clogging our healthcare system at the time were people that were sick with avoidable lifestyle driven chronic illness. And instead of telling these people who are clogging our healthcare system, disproportionately burdening all of our, uh, all of our healthcare system resources, instead of telling them they need to get healthier and look out for their lifestyle and try to mitigate their lifestyle driven chronic illness, we did nothing and people just got fatter. It is such a ridiculous statement on our society that we have gotten fatter during a global pandemic. It is. It shows it was never, ever, 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 ever about your health. Public health has not been about health for decades. Public health has fucking failed. It is it, like there is no there is no salvaging our public health system. None. It is too corrupt from the ground up. The science has even like the actual science has been fucking bastardized. There is no saving our public health system. We need to empower people to learn for themselves. We need to empower people to seek the information, to take personal responsibility. We need to empower people to avoid, if at all costs, the healthcare system. I know that sounds fucked up, but the healthcare system is not healthy. The healthcare system, mind you, has a massive death rate. Medical error has a massive death rate all on itself of like hundreds of thousands of people a fucking year. So me saying avoid the healthcare system is not me risking people's health. It's actually helping them avoid that shit. Now, don't get me wrong. If you get into an accident, an injury, if you're sick, you should go to your doctor and listen to them and have them explain every fucking thing to you. This is how you know if your doctor is a good doctor and you should keep them because not, they're not all bad. Go to your doctor. Ask them what's wrong. If they can't tell you what's wrong, they should be looking for what is wrong. If you are sick, they should be looking. If they say that they can't find something, they should be looking. And if they say something is wrong, they should be able to explain it to you in terminology that you understand thoroughly. And if you can't, if they say a word you don't understand, have them explain that word to you. Do not stop until they have explained everything to you. If they give you a treatment or a prescription, make sure that they explain to you in detail how it works, and any possible negative side effects, any possible negative side effects from their treatment. That is informed consent. And if they can give you informed consent, listen to your doctor. But if they cannot give you informed consent, and if they do not understand what's going on, and if they only go to pharmaceutical first, maybe get a second opinion. The healthcare industry is fucking dangerous, speaking as a former healthcare executive. The healthcare industry carries a huge, huge death toll to it. And public health is not about your health. If it was, we wouldn't have done half the shit we did in the last three years. At no point in time were they trying to have you be healthy. If they were, they would not have closed gyms. They definitely wouldn't have closed outdoor parks. They definitely wouldn't have encouraged people to stay inside. They would not have done these things. Staying inside in an enclosed area, traumatizing yourself, putting yourself through high anxiety periods, listening to fear porn, like when public health officials are scaring people into a certain action and they're stifling other people's input on it, it's not about health. The government does not want you fucking healthy. You are not controllable if you are healthy. If you are ungovernable, if you can manage to not be you know, dependent upon the pharmaceutical industry and other, these other things, you, you are much freer. They don't want that. I'm, and if you can't see it, I'm sorry.
you, you'd be a better fitness influencer than all, all the others. I don't know what you're talking about. But you're so fun. Also, uh, well, I mean, thanks. Um, mm, there's no, there's no beast while flying film that came out yesterday on YouTube. I, I'll watch it. Fucking stupid. It's not even a conspiracy theory just to have to follow the money. Big food and, phar and pharmacy companies line their pockets of our politicians. That's it, a hundred percent. Like. The media that tell that advertises, hey, being fat is literally not your choice. It's just genetics. That media is paid for by big food and big pharma. The advertising that goes into those things are big food and big pharma almost predominantly. And they don't need to tell you the truth. Don't believe anything you see. And when you when you are watching anything that comes in a box like this, whether it's your TV, on your phone, YouTube, anything. Don't believe the person talking. Don't believe me. Go look up the shit to the data. I encourage people to fact, fact check me. Go look up the shit I say to the data. Not that I don't fucking weekly show actual studies on here and show like when I do have a theory, I show my backing to it. But check what I say. Check what everybody says. But to think that mainstream media... And most doctors want you healthy at this point in time when they're paid for by big food and big pharma and advertising and kickbacks and all that shit. You got to be fucking special kind of stupid for that shit. For real. I might sound like a socialist, but uh, the health for profit uh, paradigm doesn't seem to be the uh, population health interest. Um, yeah, but, you know, the thing is, socialist medicine absolutely doesn't work whatsoever. It absolutely does not work. Um, but we need to figure something else out because, like, for-profit healthcare, like, <laughs> how about this? For, for those of you that are saying that healthcare is a human right, if it's a human right, then it should be for profit. Profits, like, rights shouldn't be for profit. So let's figure it out. Um, and we're a little over the time. Uh, what are some reliable sources for you to go to accurate information? I feel like uh, even Google has been giving me the runaround with no actual answers. I go to, I use Brave, uh, Brave internet browser and search engine, but also I go to the studies and then I look at the data from the studies. Like I don't trust, I don't even trust studies anymore because they're all fucking misleading too. I go to the data from the study. So. But anyway, guys, we're a little over an hour. I hope all of you have a great goddamn day. I will be back tomorrow. I'm not sure exactly about what time. But I hope all of you have a great day. And um, uh, please do, by the way, check out the books. Fuck Being Fat and Beyond Willpower. Both of our books are out. You can also check out our 33% off live deals for coaching and for uh, uh, and for a 30-minute consultation. Please do check that out, too. All right, guys. I hope everybody has a wonderful day. I'll probably make a few videos and post them up later on. God damn.